travel, it's one of life's greatest pleasures. When we journey abroad, we discover new places and meet fascinating people, but we also gain perspective and take on a wider view of the world around us. That was Trevor Ranges, and I'm Scott Coates. After more than 25 years living and working in Asia, we've developed an amazing network of interesting characters throughout the region. Talk Travel Asia is our way of sharing them with you. Plug in and get connected to hot tips, interesting perspectives, and expert travel advice as we cultivate travel insight through intelligent conversation. Here we are, nearing the end of 2021 and hoping that the future soon looks brighter around the world and we can all get traveling again. It's been a while since Trevor and I last met in person and with vaccines appearing to have positive effects and countries talking about soon opening their borders again, we thought it was time to do a check-in with one another. On this episode, we'll gauge what's on our travel radar, places we'd love to travel together, and give updates on what regional travel hopefully looks like for us in the coming months. This is Checking In with Scott and Trevor. How you doing, Trevor? I'm doing pretty well, Scott. Thanks. Yeah, it's kind of an exciting time we're living in now. It seems like everything's happening really quickly. We haven't seen each other for a while, and it looks like there may be some opportunities for us to do so in the near future. So I thought, hey, why don't we check in with uh, each other and share it with our listeners, and they can hear uh, what we've got planned for the coming months and what we've been up to and what's going on. Indeed, we are still separated by country. I'm in Bangkok, and I actually can't tell where you are in your video. Where are you right now? I'm in Phnom Penh. And it's been 20, 21 months since we've last seen each other. It's been quite some time. Yeah, I probably got to. I've been using that calculator app a lot lately that tells you how many days it's been since a certain date in the past. Um, so I'm not sure exactly how long okay. it's been since we've seen each other. But like my pool at my gym had been closed for 240 days and, and it just reopened. So a lot of exciting changes have been happening. And, you know, now Thailand allows Americans to travel to Thailand without uh, doing a quarantine if we're vaccinated. And I got all excited and thought I was going to fly over there for Thanksgiving. Um, but uh, I'm not, I don't even know that there's flights from Phnom Penh to, to Thailand yet. So maybe our excitement's getting a little bit ahead of uh, airline schedules, at least. Just before we get into the future and the meat of the episode, uh, you know, my big travel hope is to somehow be able to go back to Canada this Christmas. It'll be three and a half years and almost two years since I've seen my parents. And here, though, I've been doing lots of biking and long walks, which has been the only good thing about COVID because there hasn't been much traffic. And I've been cycling in Hua Hin and Nakhon Nayok, north uh, east of Bangkok and Chonburi a bit the last while. How about you? What have you been up to the last month or so? Yeah, well, you know, a few months back, I, I semi, I sort of moved to Siem Reap and made that my future primary residence. But then, uh, you know, they had a bit of a COVID uh, outbreak there and, and they made all these red zones. And I, I fled the city because I didn't want to get stuck at Siem Reap. I needed to be back here in Phnom Penh. And then my birthday was on October 6th and I was planning this big beach trip. So I, I skedaddled and, and ran out of town on like a, on a whim. And I, I actually forgot my suitcase in Siem Reap. That was a bit of a problem because when I moved to Siem Reap, I brought almost everything I owned. And Phnom Penh here, this apartment has much, much fewer things, many things that I need, including all of the stuff that was in that suitcase that I left in Siem Reap. So I've kind of been uh, living kind of bare bones, backpacker style a little bit. I went down to the beach for my birthday, but I got COVID like on arrival. 
and uh, was down for the count, knocked out for a few days, and then uh, and then recovered because I was vaccinated and uh, am now negative and healthy and wishing I had a beach vacation, which I sort of missed out on. It was kind of nice to be sick, curled up under a tree on the sand uh, next to the sea, which was warm and, and nice, but uh, it wasn't how I envisioned my birthday holiday. Yeah, not a great way to celebrate your 50th, but you've just mentioned something we featured in our patron bonus episode just like one week ago. So if you like what we do, please help us out. You can go to patreon.com, sponsor the show from as little as a couple dollars a month upwards, and we'll give you a shout out, sometimes mail you a postcard. But what all patrons get is Every week between the regular shows, we either do a short show, sometimes we share videos, and we talked about Trevor's uh, COVID 50th birthday. So become a patron and you'll get those kind of things. So where do you want to start with uh, getting reacquainted, Trevor? Um, you know, I mean, like again, I, I was thinking like, ah, I want to go to Bangkok because I really do want to come and visit you guys. You know, Erica, your wife has just returned to you from Singapore and... I know you're going out eating delicious Thai food, and I want to join the two of you going out to eat delicious Thai food. Um, but again, as I just mentioned, that isn't necessarily going to happen so soon. And uh, because my beach trip was a bit of a bust, uh, you know, like I definitely plan to travel to Hawaii for New Year's, maybe Christmas, I don't know, sometime in December for sure. But I was just thinking about like how excited I am to travel again, and and I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about what might be on our agenda for the near future, um, especially you know like while there's still things available. Like, do you want to go to the Grand Palace now while they're in Bangkok while there's no people? Because like that's the biggest drag of some of these travel attractions is how many people are there. So like you definitely got to have like your last of the COVID era no crowds bucket list. Um, but then, you know, as things are opening up, I'm sure you're going to want to travel a bit too. So what do you got on your agenda for the, for the near future? Well, you know, aside from the Christmas trip that I hope to do to Canada, you mentioned going to the Grand Palace for a year and a half in COVID. I've had that as a thing to go and see before it gets busy. Something like that I've got to go and do because again, I've been probably 30, 40 times, but I want to go one more time before it gets busy. But practically speaking, I think we will see Singapore hopefully for Chinese New Year. And I don't know when it is next mm. year, but maybe February. But Phnom Penh and Siem Reap to see the temples before it gets crowded again are right up there. So if even in early December, Phnom Penh could be a weekend trip. And then beyond that, hopefully Siem Reap. And I'd really love to ride a motorbike following the Mekong River North up to the Lao border, like we've talked about on some other episodes and patron ones. But, you know, the, the wild card is still COVID and visas and borders. And we'll get into what's kind of happening at the moment regionally. But, yeah, I'd say Singapore, Chinese New Year uh, and some Cambodia. And, and those will both happen probably by the end of February. Okay. You know, my interesting thing has always been that the challenge for us isn't leaving. It's coming back, you know. So, like, I mean, obviously, I'm going to go up to Siem Reap in the next couple of weeks. And, and I'm going to go and visit all the temples <laughs> not, not not all the temples of course but i'm going to enjoy angkor while there's no people without a doubt but like i said i, I do want to go home to hawaii i haven't been to see my family in almost two years i guess right and and the thing is that like i didn't want to have to come and do quarantine when i come back but like i mentioned in the introduction that like americans can travel to thailand without quarantining if we're vaccinated so i think what's most likely to happen is that when i return from hawaii i'll probably go via bangkok so i might see you as soon as january that way 
Yeah, things are changing rapidly here. And even about three, four weeks ago, you had to go to Phuket. That was what they had called the sandbox. And you had to spend two weeks in a certified hotel, but you could go anywhere on the island Phuket after one negative test. They then dropped that to seven weeks, just two weeks ago. And now they're talking about November 1st with five or six approved countries being able to go to about a dozen places in Thailand. You do a test upon arrival and after one night you'll be able to move. But nothing is set here yet, but I do think it's probably very practical by the beginning of December that there'll be a large list of countries that you'll need to turn in a negative test before coming. And then you'll have to test upon arrival, maybe spend one night in a hotel. I mean, they're still working out the details. That's when I think travel starts to become a bit more practical. And it's funny now that, you know, a test before a test in country, one night, maybe in a hotel will actually be practical for traveling. But, you know, there's something to this that I've also thought about is that when people come thinking about Thailand specifically, is all those restaurants and people selling stuff on the side of the road and all the massage parlors and all that fun, quote unquote fun. Most of those places have been closed and have been out of business. So there'll be some of that, but for a long while, you're going to turn up to places like Chiang Mai and Phuket and Koh Samui and Bangkok, and it's going to be kind of a ghost town. So it's good and bad. I think people will have to think about, okay, this time, you know, some of those certain food things, some of those certain attraction things aren't the trip, but what should be the trip is that there's just hardly anyone here. So you'll have to, in some ways, have a bit of a quieter trip. Oh, man. But I'm going for the food, man. That's why I'm coming to Thailand. So you're right. But I didn't. Yeah, it's, it's obvious here. I mean, maybe not so much in Phnom Penh, because Phnom Penh still has been relatively normal. It still feels much like Phnom Penh always has. Um, but Siem Reap is somewhere that's much more obvious that, that things have been different. And I, I've seen photos from Bangkok with all of these quiet streets and obviously like no street food and stuff like that. Like a lot of those like street food markets and whatnot probably aren't operating. So I never really thought of that. So, so that's pretty interesting. But, you know, still, I got $650 credit on Thai Air Asia, or maybe it was the Malaysian Air Asia, Indo Air Asia, but I have credit to fly to Bali, as soon as Bali will allow me to come and, and visit, you know, regional travel, obviously, like as soon as it's possible, and we can do it with just the vaccine card and, and a test on arrival. Uh, you know, th I think uh, it's going to happen really quickly. You know, you mentioned November 1st for, for Thailand, we're looking at something very similar here. I think now, like, if you came here for business, you'd only have to quarantine for three days now. And Cambodia has just started offering e-visas. So now you can go online and you can get a tourist visa and you can fly to Cambodia. And as a tourist tourist, it's seven days currently. But they're also talking about maybe December 1st shortening that as well. So these things are changing so quickly that even you're going to hear this show a week after we recorded it, maybe two weeks after we recorded it, right? So, so this information will have changed quite quickly. Um, but again, go to our show notes at talktravelasia.com and we'll have links to uh, information about this because we're pretty good about sharing that information with our listeners. But generally, just in general, why we're doing this episode, man, it's just because I'm excited that we're going to we're going to be traveling again soon. Yeah, and it is October 20th. So I think Thailand will open up to these five countries they've selected as safe countries, which it's interesting. Canada is not on the list and we have a higher rate of vaccination than uh, I think two or three of the countries. But there are are signs. I think the reality is that if you're double vaccinated, 
you're not a threat to people potentially. And this disease is going to be around for a while. You will be able to get it. You will be able to pass it around. You probably won't die or go to hospital for the most part. And countries need the revenue. And I think Cambodia and Thailand to get some income, they got to get December and January in. The, the numbers won't be huge, but you will be able to do it. So the fact that we can do it and as an option is, is pretty incredible. So thinking then, Trevor, if you and I beyond meeting in Phnom Penh or beyond meeting here in Bangkok, where could or should we potentially meet up in 2022? Wow, that's a good question. I mean, you're right, because obviously there's a good chance that I'll be in Bangkok soon and, and you'd like to come here. So those things are pretty likely to happen. Now, we have mentioned it probably on our Patreon episodes. When we yeah. do patron-only episodes, this is, this is what this feels like. Where we're just sort of talking about our plans and stuff. And we've mentioned doing that motorcycle trip that Nick Ray mentioned on our Laos episode uh, several months ago. Uh, and I think, you know, you've mentioned riding on the, the Mekong and I have a bunch of friends that want to go up to Ratnakiri province, which is on the eastern side of the Mekong Ooh. up near Laos and, and Vietnam. And I'd like to ride from Siem Reap to up, up that way. So I think uh, we definitely have a lot of ideas for the immediate vicinity. Um, but I was thinking maybe you'd come to Hawaii. Maybe we'll end up in Hawaii like next summer. We'll go surf in Waikiki together or something. I would love to go to Hawaii and it's, it's almost Asia, like the episode we did about it. Yeah. And you know, that's a possibility. My parents could get there in six hours from Canada, yeah. which would be a reasonable way to meet them as well. Um, thinking about this real close region, for some reason I was thinking like next year is probably not far trips. Although once you can travel, you can travel. Mm. Uh, I'd love to take you up on the Hawaii one, but I do really like the Vieng Tsai that is in Northeastern Vietnam that Lick, or Nick Ray mentioned on episode. That would be awesome. I'd love to do that with you. Right before COVID, my wife and I were supposed to motorcycle the far north of Vietnam, Hakiang, and then the northeast of Vietnam. They have big, tall, steep mountains there. I'd love you to meet us there, and we all go motorbiking up there. And another one I'd love to do, but unfortunately due to the politics in Myanmar, it won't happen, but I would love to go to the Chin State in Myanmar. Uh, that is in kind of middle north and then uh, west or up to the northeast to Lashio and Hisapa in the hill tribe country outside of Mandalay. It'd be great to go there with you, but eh, I don't know. Here, politics. Here's one. How about this? China. You know, like we, I, we've each been to China a, a little bit. You know, I've been to Hong Kong and Shanghai and, and Beijing and I've traveled a, a bit around Yunnan. Like Yunnan is beautiful. And then that there's a, that other province that's really difficult to say that's next to Yunnan. But like flights from China to Thailand and China to Cambodia are going to be some of the first to open up. So actually we might have the, the best opportunity to travel to China more than many other places in Asia first. And, you know, it seems crazy to do that because, ooh, that's where COVID started. And like, it, ooh, it's like going to be more dangerous to go there. But it wouldn't. Like, that's just silly, you know? So maybe China would be an interesting place for us to go because there's so many attractions there, like, you know, the terracotta warriors and stuff like that. And, and of course, they're still busy because they probably have lots of Chinese tourists at these Chinese attractions still. Um, but maybe not. Maybe not all of them. Maybe there's still an opportunity to go somewhere in China easily once these flights open up that uh, wouldn't be as crowded as they normally are. I don't know. Yeah, I could be talked into kind of the mountainous areas outside of Chengdu, maybe bordering on uh, Tibet and stuff. Yeah. But China is not uh, really open to travelers. And I think they're going to keep it sealed. They've said no one for the Olympics. I think you're going to see China keep it pretty locked down uh, for much of 2022. I don't think they're opening any time soon. But you've mentioned some exotic areas that I would be happy to meet you in. So how about thinking a little further afield in Asia in the next couple of years? 
or maybe next year to two? Like where are some spots you'd like to go? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, we've done episodes, uh, dream travel destinations. We did dream travel destinations three this past year. Um, and those are always fun episodes because then we do really, you know, I, I look at a Google map and I'll, I'll like, like oh, that looks awesome. And, you know, I love the beach. So like the Philippines, let's say, and I'd love to go spend more time in Philippines. The scuba diving and the surfing are, are amazing there. And uh, that's actually the most direct route normally from Southeast Asia to Hawaii. Yeah, like, yeah, I, that's probably likely. You know, I like doing layovers. I used to fly through Bali on right. continental Micronesia. I used to fly through Tokyo and stop and stay in Tokyo. Um, now I stop in Taiwan often, but I've never gotten out there. And I have friends who live in Taiwan, and we did an episode on Taiwan in the past year or so. So uh, I could see myself uh, visiting Taiwan and the Philippines simply because I'm passing through there already. And if it were possible to allow me to do a layover for a few days or a week, um, I have friends in both countries and I, I'd probably do that. Yeah. I've got a few in my head and I, I, I'm going to say by midway through 2023, I think two of these will probably happen. I've been to Nepal probably at least a dozen times, but I would really, really love to get back there and just go Maybe we should meet there. trekking as I call it for, for a while. You know, Nepal's not a bad one because from Bangkok, it's only about a three and a half hour flight. So it's actually not, once you're in Bangkok, it seems like something that's just so far away. But once you're here, it's three and a half. And that would be a great spot to go. Uh, we could do some trekking. We could ride some motorbikes, right. get on bicycles, all kinds of stuff. There's two spots in Japan and they're both not going to happen by sometime in 2023, but either Hokkaido mm -hmm. for some skiing yeah. or either Okinawa on a, huh. if there's such thing as a cheap ticket again, because I know there was peach airlines that pre COVID was flying for like 350 us from Bangkok return to Okinawa. So uh, I, I could get into wow. that. Yeah. Have you ever been to Okinawa? No. And those are two very different Japanese places uh, for those people who aren't familiar mm. with Japan, right? Because Hokkaido, like I haven't skied in like 20 some years now. So I'd love to go skiing and I have some friends that go and ski there every year. So I'd, I'd love to do that if you were up for it. And Okinawa is like, it's, it's a very distinct part of Japan. It's very different. And uh, they probably have some surf down there. I, I'm pretty sure. I think so. Like Hokkaido is not the northernmost island, but out of the major yeah. ones, the north. And then Okinawa, again, is not the southernmost, but almost it's the Hawaii of Japan. So yeah. um, one of those I could see happening by then. And then the other one I would like to do, but I'm not in good enough shape and I would have to really train. And boy, I'm not even so sure I could get there. But I saw this thing in Taiwan. You can cycle up the Wuling Pass to the top of Mount He, and it's a hundred. You start at the sea on the east coast, and you ride one hundred and five kilometers, climbing three thousand two hundred and seventy-five vertical meters to the top of this mountain. So that's thirty-two seventy-five vertical gain over one hundred five. That would be by far the biggest ride I've done. I've ridden vertical one day two thousand three hundred up Intanon here in Thailand. So. I mean, I would have to get in the next level of shape, but I saw that and I thought that would be pretty cool. And I've never been to Taiwan and I'm not getting any younger. So I feel like if I was going to go for that, probably in the next two years would be a good time to get it, uh, get it. and make hey, Maybe it. I'll have to drive your support bike. Support car. You could hand me snacks and have cold beers ready at the top. So those are my big ones. Nepal, Hokkaido and Okinawa, one or the other, and Taiwan with that cycle up that pass. But you mentioned Nepal, that could be a 
good place to meet. Yeah. Anything else you're thinking travel as it opens up? You know, it's just that like, I'm trying to be practical here and like my life in general, like I've gone back to my old life that I used to have when I was a freelance everything and just kind of never really knowing where I would be months from now. So, you know, I really couldn't say, you know, I'm hoping in two months I'm in Hawaii. I'm hoping that in nine months I'm back in Hawaii again. And hopefully I can stop in the Philippines and Taiwan along the way. And I can pop into Bangkok and visit you and go down to Bali for a little bit or Lombok and surf like we planned to last year. So if I could get in three quarters of that, I'd be pretty stoked. So if if we're thinking, what else do I want to do? I don't know. I feel like that might be asking too much. Yeah. And the reason we keep getting to have uh, dream travel destination shows is that we dream big. We don't quite make it to as many of them, but it feels kind of incredible to even be talking about this. And you know that I, I hope vaccines continue to work and we keep moving forward in some way. It seems to be happening because um, I'd like to get out there and learn about other people and see the world. But probably the most important thing like we've mentioned, is meeting up again, is seeing family, is seeing friends, is seeing you. And and if you could combine that with with going to a neat place at the same time, that's a double win. But the, the most important really is just getting together. So yeah, I just hope vaccines keep working and the world starts to open up. Yeah, I mean, it does certainly seem to. My parents have just returned to the United States. They were just in Paris and Rome and Greece and Croatia and and they're talking about coming to Cambodia in January so I was thinking that they would come with me when I come to Bangkok so um, people are already doing it travel is already happening and and from their experience it seems to be working pretty efficiently and they felt pretty safe everywhere and uh, you know you hear all these things on the news and that's kind of all we've been limited to for the past two years, unless you've been listening to our show and we barely talk about COVID at all because we're more interested in interviewing people who are living and, and exploring these areas of the world nonstop and sharing them with our listeners. So uh, let's just hope that uh, we can do that as well, too. You know, go back to the days where every episode we didn't know where we would be recording from. You know, sometimes we'd be together, sometimes we'd be in, in different countries than we lived in. And, uh, and I think that uh, we might be able to get a taste of that sometimes. Indeed. Well, if you enjoy the show, you don't have to wait two weeks to hear from us again. Become a patron. Sponsor us from as little as a couple dollars a month upwards. And in between every episode, you'll get a short one or you'll get some videos or something fun. So from Bangkok, Thailand, this is Scott saying thanks for listening. Trevor? Take us out. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we appreciate all our patron support. Go to our website and check out the show notes. Go check out some of these back episodes. We have links to all of them. And on those back episodes, we have Google Maps and we have all sorts of interesting information from our amazing guests. And we'd like to thank all the guests that we've had on the past uh, couple of years since we rebooted the show. And uh, Scott and I are going to keep working hard to bring interesting guests to you in the future. So thanks for listening and uh, we'll speak with you all soon. Give us a high rating. Hit like. Yeah. Five star. Thanks for joining us on Talk Travel Asia. We look forward to sharing with you again soon. Hey, Scott, do you remember the time we walked on top of the wall at Angkor Thom in Cambodia?